0: Welcome back to another episode of NBA at the Bar with your host, T.A. and G-Money, bringing you all the highlights, talking mess, and all the plays you shouldn't have missed.
1: What's up, everybody? This is NBA at the Bar, and we're your host. I'm T.A. and G-Money. And we are ready to get it cracking with that NBA action because, as y'all know, it is fantastic. And we are getting off on this All-Star Weekend. But before we go there, Mm. ladies and gentlemen, I need you to do me a quick favor. I need you to like, download, and subscribe across the board. Like, download, and subscribe on all the places that you can find your podcast. Yes, indeedy. And or YouTube. And with that being said, also, ATB Media Network, check us out. Umbrella of all of our At The Bar content. But G-Money. Yes, sir. This has been a an interesting fun week it was wasn't it wasn't it it was it was interesting in terms of the fact that the all-star game was what was, was it continues to go down and down and down in in, in public
0: perception but mm. also
1: what was what was fun and exciting was all the other stuff that they had in, yes. in, in the all-star that, that, Weekend.
0: I, yeah in my opinion I think that that has been the truth for the past almost like five or six years mm-hmm. it's just uh, the All-Star game is a, is, a, is a, even though they put it as the culmination, but it's really like almost like a, an also rank. It's all about the three-point contest and the dunk contest, really. And, and also
1: the, the skill contest. I like how and they the interjected
0: contest. the G League with it. I think that's real
1: cool. The G League All-Stars come and play. Yep. Um, um, I think the sophomores and, and, the, and the freshmen in the league that didn't make the All-Star game. Before we get deep into this, I want to ask you what are you drinking on? Thank you. Yes. How dare I? What a, What am I drinking on? Is that decorte? That decorte? That Frenchy French cold? Yeah, <laughs> baby. Look. I'm Look, loving
0: I, it, too. I, 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 you're going to feel like you're fluent, in the sense. The only thing you're going to say to everybody is, decorte Decorte." <laughs> that's my friend. But that's there it is. Yes. Okay. What are so, drinking well, on? Like, good old-fashioned. Now, see, you know and I, you know I was a and b guy, but you converted me to the I Shield Dag. I got to, because that Shield Dag is so
1: bomb. Boom, I even be drinking this sometimes. Uh, man, yes. I'm trying to tell you. So, cheers, Bubba. Cheers. Hey, thank you for catching me slipping. That's my mm. man. But yes, let's jump back onto this all-star game. So everybody's sitting over here complaining and whining that the that the all-star game isn't what it is. What are your thoughts in terms of the all-star game, how it sits now? Uh, I know you're going to have some thoughts on how it used to be because we came from a day and age when the all-star game sure. was, was ultra competitive and you had dogs in there wanting to compete there. But I also have some thoughts on why it's not like that now. But Tell us, what, tell me, what, what are your thoughts about um about the all star the <laughs> current all star game?
0: The, you're stealing my thunder. I, I but I will what I would say because you're asking me the question. the The truth of the matter is is that this was one of the most uh, painful, egregious games <laughs> to watch. Um, and then it was like. If I didn't love basketball so much, I would have turned, I would have gone to Netflix. (laughs) It was was that egregious. The the thing that I think that the NBA players need to understand is that, yes, they have all earned this right to be considered all-stars, but what the fans really want to see is competition. They want to see, guess what, LeBron. Giannis uh, I- any all-star you can name Dane we want you to feel like oh I'm going to beat said player on the other side and play with a little bit of let's say competition to uh, basically accentuate their skills and what we saw was an Olay fest mm-hmm. it was you score I score you score I score Let's just, I'm not even concerned about you um, playing any defense. I'm not worried about you blocking me. And there's this undercurrent of nobody wants to get hurt in the game. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to all allow everybody to do whatever it is that they want to do. But the truth of the matter is, is that basketball is an action related sport. So, If we're talking about action, the way that you can best accentuate your skills is to have some level of resistance. So I want to see my all-stars display their level of elite defense against said all-star to see that all-star overcome it or not.
1: Well, Well, this is my thought process. Yes, we can remember when you had dogs like Jordan and Magic and Kobe and so on and so forth. That Isaiah took more, Thomas. Isaiah yeah. Thomas that took it far more seriously. But, but I will tell you this, this generation is different. And, and, and what I mean by that is not that they're lazy. It's not that they're not competitive is that they actually understand the definition of things. Because what is this called? It's called the all star what? Weekend. No game. Mm-mm. Give it to me then. All star break. Oh. this is that time that they get to sit over here and um, disengage from the highly competitiveness of eighty two games in which you know the NBA has already been struggling to get keep these players engaged as part of the in in, in tournament or the uh, in season tournament. Why they brought that in to keep them mentally engaged all season long Mm -hmm. they need that mental break right so so the same thing as we saw with the pro bowl in football of how it became completely uncom um, um, competitive competitive. and and again it it goes it coincides with this newer generation that that uh chooses not to put their body risk risk and reward risking their bodies and, and possible harm and so what did the nba do or excuse me the nfl did do they went all the way to the left and they made it what
0: so they made it flat a
1: flag football game and so what happened when they made it a flag football game when they took away the possible the, dangers that
0: that little bit of juice of competitiveness competitiveness seep
1: back in It did. now also did. and so so my thought process with the w- with the nba all-star break is and the nba all-star game in specific is to um to make it much more of a of a format that is literally for fun so 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 what's a non-nba team that's probably the most popular in the world What's a non NBA basketball team that's the most popular in the world? We've all seen it. We saw them uh, right uh, the Harlem Globetrotters. The Pride. Harlem
0: Globetrotters. There it is. Now, see, Harlem, Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> weren't competitive. Merrill they were like the, 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 the Washington, whatever they were Washington called. Washington Generals. Generals. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And they, they clowned around. Now, this,
0: this is where we sound old because, <laughs> hey, man, you know, there's probably a third of our generation is like, who? And what?
1: <laughs> but but if you ever had a chance to see there, you went to that game, and it was much more of a circus, fun environment. It wasn't meant to be competitive. It was it about was trick plays, Tricks, trick dunks, and all that stuff, yes. which yes. the NBA could do. For this all-star game. Now, how you make it a little bit more competitive is you saw that people were shooting threes from almost half court and so on and so forth. So you can put a five point three point line. That's, you know, a four point and a five yes. point. You could sit over here and a regular dunk is only worth one point, but a lob off the backboard is worth three points. A, a trick dunk, a, a reversal, or a 360 is worth three points. So, do they
0: need to hire us? Because you, you just came up with a magical way to solve this uh, this problem because um, it is a problem, and, whether or not the NBA wants to realize it or not. And
1: you have old heads that want to do it the old school way that saw how it was done versus the, the new age individual that's not going to comply to that so you have to find a balance to have your cake and eat it too and Mm. i think that's the best way to do it go all the way to the left and allow it to just be fun have the competitiveness being in the three-point contest the slam dunk contest have those young kids that haven't um um, they they haven't had their hundred million dollar uh, contracts yet, and aren't f- afraid of losing them to compete. I loved how they brought in the G League and the G League played against yeah, them, yes, and and, and the, I, the, the I celebrity game. Have those be the competitive games, and have this be the fun that th- that the players want to do? That will still be an entertaining facet, and the and the the viewers won't come in there hoping to see something competitive. They know they're going to see. Pure, unadulterated entertainment, and entertainment alone.
0: You know what i i, I don't I don't dislike you, that notion. Matter of fact, I think that what you said can work. I just because it's basketball, and then you have skill. Um, you have a skill night on on Saturday. The way that to me that you can fix the All Star game is also. Another option would be to have it be incentivized. So the incentive would be if you're now saying we're going to go back to these old school East versus West, put some skin in the game, NBA. Just say something like, guess what? Regardless of record, the, the winner of this game that conference wins home court advantage. I heard that floated, and, and, and,
1: and, and I get that. Um, I, I but the challenge is, is not every player in the All Star game is going to get to the playoffs. Correct. And, and and at the end of the day, is I still think these
0: players deserve a break. I am not necessarily opposed to that notion. Yes, they do, but what is missing is there isn't a fervor there isn't a a something that gets them galvanized these elite players to play together and and for something so the most competitive thing about the n b a that they realize is is that there's a finality there's a winner and there's a loser mm-hmm. and they realize that it, it impacts their record it impacts their seating so on and so forth so if you're going to go down the path of let's just do these all-star games when you have the most elite players in the game the easiest way to get a LeBron James to 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 maximize his optimum skills in that environment or a Kevin Durant, or a, you can go on down the line. You need to have them being playing for something, so that something could be money, or it could be uh, a representation of their conference, and that's why I think the, that the, it the could challenge be... with that is is that there's so much that takes place in the week
1: leading up to the game. So maybe if you were to go that route. The All Star Game being the very first thing that happened in the week. You got to remember, they spend a week doing all these interviews, mm, toting all of the, the 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 products that they've been assigned to represent, and that they're being paid to represent. That they're going on these media blitzes that literally are taking all of their day. You have the evening time, which the the all the special contests and the special games, so they're at the arena sitting over and watching that, and then you have all of the NBA parties that are happening in the evening time. Yeah, yeah, So if you, so so, so <laughs> although although from a physical standpoint it's actually a little bit taxing going through an all star week uh, week and all of its festivities yeah, and it's not really a break for them. It's per-
0: a it's a break for all of the guys who didn't make
1: who didn't make it right, and so then we have these top people that these are the ones that we want that most need the break, not the ones that didn't make the all star right. these are the ones that most need the break and then so when you sit over there and then having a- asking them to have this um this truly mentally yeah, serious it, game it, it is a it, it's taxing so so that's why i i feel i i get that and i do like that and even put a little monetary incentive just like they did with the end season tournament right. and couple it with it i i get that and yes it would be great to see the this group of great players play com- competitively I, I i still want to decide with the players and allow them to just have A week of fun. If they make the contest and they can't go off to Cabo like everybody else who didn't, (laughs) at least allow them just to have some fun. And again, implement some rules that start making competitive. If you're going to make, shoot that three pointer from half court, have it not be stupid because they get five points for it. So it actually means something. And naturally the competitiveness will build back into it. Just like we saw with the NFL when once they went to flag football, it then became competitive again.
0: I, you know what? I, and there's a million ways to the well. The the I think that you're right. I think that that um, hopefully somebody in the league office listens to our podcast because well, I'm
1: going to add the NBA at this. They're going to listen yeah, to this. Yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah because I
0: think we 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 might have a solution. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what what was displayed was really disappointing to watch, and then it was almost like painful to watch mm-hmm. because it was like. It was too much lax. It was too much. Hey, you score, I score. But it's but, fine. but you know what? What wasn't the the all
1: um, and one that we and that, one that, was, that we that we came up with and absolutely loved uh, the Harlem Globetrotters, which still people across the world get an opportunity to see and love. So right. the game doesn't have to be competitive for it not to be fun and enjoyable. The thing is, is we can't sell it as. The, the best players playing against one another and then them doing Harlem Globetrotter shit.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. we
1: have to say they're going to be doing Harlem Globetrotter yeah, that, that, shit that, and we're going to lean into that Harlem Globetrotter shit yes. on an NBA level with the NBA's best players because they're going to be able to do it the best. They're going to be, these players are going to be the ones that are going to be able to shoot the threes the furthest and actually hit them. Yes. They're going to be the ones that are going to be the most athletic to do the most dynamic dunks and, and trick dunks that like an N1 to sit over here and allow it to be
0: competitive yes and, and you know and I think that the, the NBA should just realize is that when you don't create opposition in these games you're not allowing the visual the visual audience to see how skilled these guys are because these are the best of the best mm-hmm. that these are the literal elite Mm -hmm. best of the best that you have recognized Mm -hmm. through this first half of the season Mm -hmm. to say you're deserving of this award Mm -hmm. to be considered an all-star so allow them to do all-star like things and that's what i think the the whatever mechanism that they decide to choose we've given them a couple of options that i hope they listen to but it's really just about that it's like let there be an a semblance of competition to make the game interesting cuz otherwise it's just like blah
1: it's going to go so, to 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 the wayside but also
0: maybe just a quarter
1: so we clown around for three quarters and then in that fourth quarter, no matter what the score is, or the score real. should be tight. Then let's get real and let's make it worth something. And then let's put some type of um, um, uh, proverbial carrot uh to to to. Uh, if they can't give us an entire game of, of real shit, give us one quarter of real shit. Right. You know, some maybe maybe that's the answer. We're going to plan for and three quarters. But you quarters have all stars, so
0: maybe maybe it's even like okay, let's just have a certain amount of players play for one quarter. If you're really just concerned about preservation of people's health let's just or, say this group versus that group and then and, and, but they don't
1: have to play the, this where You don't got to worry about health. If you're going to be out there for th- three, four minutes and this shit matters because right. a quarter is only 12 minutes and you have a, a team of 12. So everybody plays four minutes. Each group plays four minutes. Let,
0: they, let's go balls to the wall. Let's ball. go
1: balls to the wall for, for those four minutes in the last quarter, East versus West, and then make it. And then you, maybe you have 15 people, on the east west Did people we on the just solve
0: the riddle of the sphinx? I think we did. I think we did. I think we did. Um, uh, we need to be hired. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: without a doubt. Yes. So 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 um again we, we we've had we've gotten to this almost midway point. It's not quite the midway point, but we have gotten there. And so there's so much um time to move forward. We have so much shit mm. to really get serious about. This is when the NBA gets real. That's another thing. The NBA gets a whole lot realer in the, the second half right. yeah. versus the first first half. So using that they last do. quarter is like a tune-up. But, but what I want to talk about shortly is what are we expecting? Like what are some of our hot takes, our big takes to sit over here, what the second half is going to be? But before we go there, I, I do want to address this hot topic. That's okay. out there and that, and that's a, that's the Doc River situation. Mm, and, and you that's, know,
0: that's he's
1: catching heat. The, the team has taken a dip and, and whenever you have change, it's going to be a slight dip and allow, um, that change the subtle limb with the people that are experiencing it right. before you can see a benefit from that change. And doc rivers is obviously catching a whole lot of heat in terms of the team being number two in the East, um, having experienced a, a tremendous amount of losses since doc has taken over mm. very few wins. And now, you know, everybody's coming out of the woodworks and slamming doc rivers. Um, one is, do you blame Doc Rivers? Is it Doc Rivers' fault that he was thrown in there um, no. mid midseason um, and, and had to get this team recalibrated to how he wants it to be or 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 is it justified the the, the existing record?
0: I, I I honestly feel bad for Doc Rivers because um, he he's in a losing situation. the The truth of the matter is is that players make the record so it it, it is it is is really on the players but they 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 exited their head coach they chose to do that communally when they were two second seed in the east and it's very difficult for for doc rivers to or any head coach to come in and say this is my philosophy
1: that's different from that's, my predecessor that, that is
0: different from my predecessor mm-hmm. and this is my team this is this is the 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 supporting cast that I'm going to have support cuz I'm essentially inheriting the guys that are already here and to reinforce a, a point mm-hmm. cuz what ultimately what Doc Rivers is at this point in their let's say in the Milwaukee Bucks' uh, season is he is a bullhorn. He is the guy that they're going to say that you're going to try to, as best as possible, motivate us to play better and to focus better. But the problem that it persisted with the Milwaukee Bucks was they didn't play defense at a, an elite level. Mm-hmm. And after
1: coming from a, the predecessor to Adrian, they did. And so when you have – that, those are dynamic changes that are taking place in a short period of time. Right. That team had to get adjusted to Adrian for whatever reason, whatever players wanted to revolt, um, and the, 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 the higher-ups agreed with them and made a change. Yes. And now they're being asked to do, again, something different. And we're talking about within a,
0: within a short period of time. Correct. The, the 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 piling on of let's say blaming doc rivers is is egregiously unfair mm-hmm. you have not given this man time to let's say bond nurture and cultivate his philosophy within the organization and within the
1: players and that takes place in the uh in the preseason that takes place in that, in, in, in camp. training camp in training camp and he didn't get that time to do that he's right. just thrown in there and saying hey
0: i'm here right and i'm and i'm here based on pedigree mm-hmm. which so, isn't
1: even that great he,
0: he, this
1: pedigree isn't that
0: great so well right. well his pedigree his pedigree there is a lot of things that people can poke holes in mm-hmm. and they're doing it right now. Mm-hmm. But his pedigree is, is I get guys to the playoffs. So, but the, we all know that Milwaukee is playoff bound. Mm-hmm. They're going to be in the playoffs. They, they but they didn't make
1: that talent. move. They were playoff bound before they made the move. Correct. They, they they thought a person that doesn't win very many championships was gonna be the 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 elixir to get them to winning championships. Which was asinine by the higher ups.
0: Yes. And so, you know, it's almost, it it feels very fan like, because what Mm -hmm. you're really saying is, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, I want Doc Rivers to have a better closing speech to the players that will resonate with them Mm -hmm. to deliver the product on the court. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is that players make the advancement that you're going to have. Mm -hmm. So I don't, think that, I don't think he
1: was going to significantly improve the scheme, the plays, um, uh, oh, 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 all of those or technical the, things that have to do with the game. At the end of the day, yes. it's the fire in the players. Yes. Defense has nothing to do with really what you're running in defense. Defense has to do with who wants it more. Do you want yes. to stop them more? Or do they want to score on you more? Defense is all yes. about um, uh, grit. Want to. Want to. Without a doubt, it's all about want to. And so for them to blame a lack of defense, now that Adrian might not have sit over here, or Adrian Griffin might not have emphasized on that want to enough like the previous coach did. But but at the end of the day, it's about want to. And they could have looked themselves in the mirror as the players and said, I'd be damned if I'm going to sit over here and, and get scored on, other than Dane, because he just doesn't have the. I don't think he doesn't have the want to. He doesn't have the ability. He hasn't been coached up enough. He doesn't have this, the, the The is, Dame is Dame is just an offensive nuclear a, weapon. That's it. Mm-hmm. And and,
0: and, and you you want him to be that. Um, but he was brought in to be that. He was brought in to be that. But here's the thing about and he does. Let's say we're not being con- we're not confused here. Um, Milwaukee is still number. Two, no, no, I think they're number three right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're number three in the three, East.
1: Three, yeah, three, and that's just because Philly, because Embiid's
0: been out, but yeah. They're number three in the East, and we know that you will be able to, let's say, uh, continue that on some semblance. But please, let's not make a mistake and think of Dame as a defensive-oriented player. Mm-mm. He is not. So... What it is, is is that you now need to find a way to get everybody singularly focused as the Bucks organization or the team mm-hmm. to just say, this is how we're going to execute against the hard teams because they can beat the average teams in mm-hmm. the NBA. They've mm-hmm. already done it. Mm-hmm. The thing that they need to be saying to themselves, how do we beat Boston? Mm-hmm. How do we beat Philly? Mm-hmm. How do we beat the Knicks? Mm-hmm. And how do we do that in a way that with Doc Rivers that is executable and clear? Because those are going to be the teams that you're going to run into. The, the the
1: thing is, is that the, the people that they're losing to are people that they shouldn't. The talent is not comparable or equitable. They're losing to teams that they, that they are far more talented than. Mm. And that simply breaks down to... On paper. On paper. But, but, but prior to Dot being there, they were beating these teams that they're now losing to. And that's because they're, they're being uncomfortable being uncomfortable. Mm. Because change brings uncomfortability yes and, and, and if anybody it knows anything about greatness the one thing about greatness is you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable yeah and they're choosing not to be after bitching and moaning about Adrian and griffin that were making them uncomfortable from the previous coach that they had before yes and so they 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 requested a change from him the very best of the players on that team went to the, the higher-ups and requested a change. The the higher-ups said, yeah, you know what? It's not quite running like how it used to. We're going to get rid of this guy before the halfway point at number two in, in their conference and bring in somebody that we think can sit over here and instill that. But while Doc comes in there and makes his changes, those changes are now making them even more uncomfortable, and now they're reeling – from that uncomfortability yes. instead of embracing it, instead of saying it's all right, this is new, this is different, but this is exactly what we ask for.
0: Yes. And you know what is very interesting? I almost hearken back to I uh, dare I say, like the, the Shaq Kobe era. Because one of the things that was very poignant about that era is Shaq and Kobe had a certain determination to say, I'm just not I there's a refusal within those players to say I will not lose to the Portland Trailblazers I will not lose to the Utah Jazz and so on and so forth and there's a there's a an effort that then reverberated through the rest of the team to say I will not lose to the Sacramento Kings I will not. And the thing that I do not see in the Milwaukee Bucks is they don't have that determination. Now, that to me goes to Giannis and Dame as the primary stewards of that team. The rest of their team will fill in, but if they don't have this, I refuse to that mentality. That I refuse to is grit. Yes.
1: Defined. Yes. That's what grit is. It's the embodiment of I refuse to. Yes. And I think that's less specific to this team and more indicative of this generation. Maybe, and, and, and the reason why I can show that I can I can show you that in terms of real time is the excessive amount of jersey swaps. Mm. These cats don't have beef on the court. If you, if if as soon as the game is over, you're running over and talking
0: about let's switch jerseys and take a picture. and, yeah, and, and, and no, I'm already like happy, happy, joy, joy. There's no
1: it? way that you have what? any animus. And that doesn't mean you have to hate, you have to dislike, but you have to have a deep desire to kick that person's ass. Mhm. Bottom line. And they don't and this generation just doesn't have that.
0: I don't you know what's interesting about that is I am not even convinced that let's say the players that I just named don't have that within them. I think that they are just conveniently allowing the attention to be deferred to their coach. So right now, this is about Doc not pulling that emphasis out of them. But the truth of the matter is, Hall of Fame caliber, if you want to be legends of the game, if you want to be a Hall of Fame player, you have to exude that. In everything that you do and what what I would honestly say is is that the players on Milwaukee are disappointing themselves they're they're not they're not living up to the fire that that fire in the belly that that just propels greatness they're not doing it let's forget about greatness
1: let's forget about greatness they don't have the fire in the belly to keep the ship level. Yeah, they don't. And, and and you know what what I blame on that? Video games. Mm. Because if you can play video games Do we, games sound, like somebody, play- do we well, sound like old people? We sound like old people. But follow me here. If you don't if you can sit over here and lose on a video game and all you got to do is a set, uh press play again,
0: mm
1: you understand? It takes away that the the loss doesn't have any pain attached to it because you can just click play again and let me try it again. That's what this generation—that's what's missing. And, and it's not. And let me tell you something: we have children that are of this generation, so and we love our kids. So it's not like we're hating on this generation. We're just speaking and trying to diagnose. What those missing ingredients are yes. that have taken the competitive oomph away, away that 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 that, that propels that them, to them
0: to greatness,
1: propels them to greatness, or just propels them to being competitive on a night in and night yes. out basis.
0: Yes. Well, and you you know where that's where I see the the competitive greatness starting to let's say erode. uh, No, well, it's been eroding across the league. Mm -hmm. But where I see that is, I see that in two teams on the East. I see that in the Knicks, and I see that in the Celtics. So the Celtics have decided that you know what, we're the best team, and we're not afraid of being the best team. And we're going to make sure that it's we're going to be a problem for every single one of you guys. Whoever is on our schedule, we're going to be a problem. And you know what I've seen with the Knicks is is that they want the same thing, but they 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 have realized is that we're not maybe as gifted in terms of talent. Across they're not the far board. off. They're not but far off. Far off. But what? But there's a want to. There, there, there's a one coach to, to, to Who's beat. Who's your coach? Thibodeau.
1: Thibodeau, right. Thibodeau. I wasn't asking you that because I forgot, even though I did forget about you. I, know, and to, I was worried. I was, I was like, saying, oh, I wanted you to say it because Thibodeau was built like that. Yeah. He cut from that claw.
0: Yeah, but but it does come down to uh, his players buying into that mentality. And so the reason why that Milwaukee is simply scrambling is, is that. Doc Rivers probably does have that mentality because, you know what, he, he's, he's won and he's won on a high level, but it's kind of like, okay, I can't do this by myself. I need you guys to commit to what it is that I'm saying mm-hmm. and deliver that on the, on the, on the court. Mm-hmm. And so now what I, as everybody points to him, everybody points to Doc Rivers, I would really boomerang that and say, let's look at the players. Are you guys ready to do this? Are you? And I don't think, and I don't think they are.
1: And let me tell you something. I remember a young Giannis Mm. who was hungry, who just wanted it. But let me tell you something, a hundred million dollars,
0: it can, it, it,
1: it can soften you. It, it, it changes shit. It's just like in the UFC when it they can. talk about Conor McGregor. I wish he, I, wish and I he, could be softened like and that. <laughs> really unequivocally. And he made $100 million. And Dana White, who's the the the, the 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 individual that runs the president of the UFC, he talks about how when these cats make big money, it's hard for them to get up mm-hmm. and, 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 and want to take a punch in the face. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Of it's course. like I got a whole lot of money. Do I really want to get beat up? Do I really want to get punched? I'm really wanna...
0: sandwiches made by my chef every do day I with wanna, Do bread. I want to grind
1: yeah. in a manner yeah. um, of what it takes to be great in that sport? Right in the NBA, I, I see it in it's Giannis. The same thing. He's much, he's much more refined now. He's much more, you know, Pepe Le Pew. Ish, you know Mm, what I'm saying? Because he didn't got that money. And I'm not saying that the money is a bad thing. What I'm saying is, is that, is that, that harsh, that that grind, that grit, that harshness, that, that,
0: that, 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 dare I say, I'm going to use a Rocky analogy that the eye of the tiger, the eye of the tiger is what is missing when the money comes. Yeah.
1: And so that's why it's so important to always bring young players that want that money to be pushing these cats that got the money. Yeah. So you got a Giannis, and you think you're good at that position? No, get a young motherfucker that's strong. Look at you to sit over here that. I'm, I'm coming with you. ideas, guys. Look at hey, you. you don't call me no, for uh, assistance, uh, no GM position because you got to push these cats, or they get
0: complacent.
1: It's complacency yeah. at the end yeah. of the day. It's complacency.
0: Yeah. And we spilled from, let's say, the All Star game into what the what our future prognostications. Are and we 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 identified let's say specifically the Milwaukee Bucks, but that what you just said about the Milwaukee Bucks is true about a couple teams. That's true about Almost the Lakers every too. Every
1: team, and I and, and unless you have a hardcore um, coach, and you can't have thirty something hardcore coaches like that because you don't have enough players that, that are going to be receptive to that in this generation. Mm. So you can only have pockets of teams that can coalesce enough players that are receptive to that. So what happens is is you can go to hardcore versus um, not soft, but, but simply just talented mm. and see, does talent um, outweigh grit? Mm. The one thing I guarantee you is, is they've done these studies and grit is the intangible that is the difference between good and great. Yes. And so talent alone will never be talented um, coupled with grit.
0: Yes, never. because it, cause, cause if, I, if I put out a player who has grit and he's going against, let's say, Steph Curry, guess what? He is going to do every single plausible thing to limit and hurt the ability for Steph Curry to get that three off in his face. Mm-hmm. Now Steph Curry's greatness, he still may, he still may sink it in his face, mm-hmm. but he made Steph work mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's about it's about the work. About it's the about the work. Yep. And most great teams really have a perfect balance of workers. So, so speaking of great teams, what I really want to talk
1: about and kind of um, forecasting or prognosticating what we see in this second half, um, okay, you know, it, it, and let me just give you a prime example of that. You know, we had a we just finished up with the All Star Weekend and All Star Game, and we had a, a, a team in which I'm still um, smitten by. Um, that that is a a, a true contender and up and comer in the Sacramento Kings. They didn't have one player, even though they have a player that that leads the team, the C, the NBA in double doubles. That didn't make the All Star game. So think of De'Aaron Fox and uh, Sabonis. He was not, slighted, not, not, right? Both of them were slighted and not making the All Star team. But there are only so many positions and only so many spots. And
0: you know what? And and they're still in the mix. But I think that they probably performed at a higher level last year, and so that's, that, that could be a reason. But this year isn't done. And
1: De'Aaron uh, De- 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 was was hurt, and again, you only have 12 spots. That's when you have 15 spots like I was talking mm-hmm. about earlier. Those individuals don't get slighted. But w- what is your team that you can say, hey, th- they're coming and they're going to make an impact? in the
0: second half of the season as we go into the playoffs. You know, the team that I talk uh, egregiously about and have um, openly dismissed the Clippers. The Clippers. Hey, and I'm proud of you. I'm proud of myself too. I'm proud of you. I'm (laughs) proud of you. I can't even believe that I'm saying this but the clippers definitely look like that team to where they're hungry. They're their, they're, play, they're players they're, on the team that
1: still don't have a uh, have a championship. They're, they're they're
0: hungry on a level to where barring injury cuz uh, you know and they are injury prone. And well, we haven't seen that so much this year. Not this year. And the the clippers traditionally have fallen flat just Traditionally, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. We've seen a billion scenarios with mm-hmm. them. They've fallen flat. But the Clippers look like a team to where I think that they are genuinely ready to take the next step. The strange thing, um, obviously, because I'm a Lakers fan, fanboy in me wants the Lakers to also be in that level, but the Lakers have not shown me that they're at that level. The only other team that I would mention would be the OKC. OKC to me looks like a team to where they could take a Herculean leap and shock and awe because of Hongren and Shea Gilders Alexander and All of their other components, if they believe and they're young, right? So, I think that
1: youngness works against them a little bit.
0: It might just because
1: of that, the proverbial wall that young teams tend to hit Mm. because an 82 game season is a grind. Yes, so it's not a physical deal with them like it could be with the Clippers right. moving to the the to the to the, the final quarter of the season, but a mental wall hurdle, hurdle yes. that, that they might
0: hit. They might that, not that be they mature, enough mature enough to enough. handle the pressure that happens when, guess what, the other team on the other side is playing at an elite level too. Mm-hmm. So when you have two teams that are playing at an elite and level. And they're tired.
1: And, you know, OKC, okay, they're tired. They're, they're being pressed. Will they fold yes. in that fourth quarter of the season? Correct. That, uh, that, that, I'm not saying that they will. What I'm saying is I, I can't wait to see them meet that challenge yes. and to see how they react to yes. that
0: challenge. Playoff teams are going to be the, what makes them ultimately great That if when they win the championship is you're able to execute at a high level in pressure. Because the other team that is going against you is just as good as you are. Mm -hmm. And I think that OKC has the potential to do it, but nobody's expecting them to.
1: Well, I mean, if if you're not expecting them to at least be there, then people are lying to themselves.
0: Yeah. You know, like
1: this team is a force to be reckoned with. My only question is, is mentally, when they get tired and and the rubber meets the road and shit gets hard, are they going to step up or are they going to take a step back? Right. That's my only thought process for the, them. The, and that's but that's not I like your Clipper, your Clipper deal. This is a team that is hardened. This is a team that has an extra special motivation. They are. How many more years can Harden truly expect to possibly win a championship? How many more years... Can, um, um,
0: God. any of them, you're talking about, you talking about Kawhi. Well, no, Kawhi's
1: got a championship, but, um, what's my man, um, uh, Paul George, Paul George. Uh, Paul George. Like, how many more years can you expect to get there? West Westbrook. Westbrook. Like, like this is the year. Yeah. Now next they year could, need to put it all Next together. year could be a year too. two. I, I, I think they have that, a two-year window they, right they have a small window but it's like this is the year where everything is, is is working right because don't think that the that the league who laughed at them when they brought hard and thought that it was completely not going to work like everybody else did including yourself
0: mm-hmm.
1: um that they're not going to attempt to catch up to them next year yeah. So this is the year that you can catch everybody slipping. They haven't had an opportunity to reconfigure. Right. And as long as you don't sit
0: over here and go against Denver, right? they should have real action. Right. The 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 playoffs are wide open on the West in in particular. Well, because
1: everybody's so good. And then I also like um uh
0: uh, obviously
1: Minnesota. Yeah, of course you do. I mean, Minnesota. You like, love Ant-Man. Well, I love Ant-Man, but I, just how that team is set up with the two bigs. I just think that is just so unique in terms of their setup. Nobody else is set up to be able to compete with that when you have the two bigs. Mm-hmm. You have one big that can shoot, one big that is ultra defender, and then you got Ant-Man that has, has been projected as the next Jordan, believes he's the next Jordan, mm-hmm. and um. And and truly has a skill set to be the next Jordan. So that team is a is a is an ultimate wild card and to me.
0: Yes, they are. And then you gotta factor in slow-mo. Uh will will slow-mo mm-hmm. with all of with all of his mm-hmm. six, seven reach, mm-hmm. will he be able to create scenarios to where they can execute? But again, what we're really talking about is will you be able to play your best basketball in the most high leverage moments? And that's what really is, is exciting about the West. Mm-hmm. There's there, that excitement is, I would say could be shared that, that there's excitement on the East as well. But I think on the East, we all know that we're really looking at Boston, Philly, Milwaukee, and dare I say the Knicks and maybe, a. Uh, uh, dark horse, Pacers, because of the what they've done.
1: Miami, but, like everybody and, has question
0: marks except the Celtics. Except so, the so, Celtics. So, so
1: you almost want to sit over and say all of like the East very well could be the West next year.
0: Yeah. But the west, the west the has The west is just The, the west has like it, 10 the teams. The west is the wild wild west. We do not I know. think we have the Celtics. We
1: do not I know. think we have the Celtics that can be crowned on the east. They but should the, be. But the west is going to be um the place to to where things are going to be so exciting. Yes. So um there, there's so much unknown. There, there's a lot of uh, first rubber round, meeting rubber Rowe, meeting the road. The first round is going to be so compelling. Yeah, the first rounds on the east
0: are not going to be compelling. No, no, because because again, with the west is, I would honestly say, who's going to be Denver, right? Who's going to be the team to knock Denver out? Because uh, I OKC. don't know.
1: I think OKC can do it, of
0: course, and I also think,
1: I, and I also think, um, I also think,
0: I think can Minnesota could do Minnesota
1: compete with them. My concern is is the Clippers. I don't believe that, that matchup is just challenging, but yeah, but when you well, have two teams that can beat Denver, it all depends on how this all shakes off in the playoffs. Man. Denver, could the Clippers could could. Um, Inevitably, not inevitably, they could, um, it's plausible that they can get to the finals. Right. And somebody knock out Denver to where they don't have to play Denver. And then them being a team that could beat the team that beat Denver to actually get themselves to, the, to a championship.
0: The funny thing is, is when we talked about, and I brought up the Clippers initially, the Clippers have the, Talent on the team mm-hmm. to beat anyone mm-hmm. in the West it's just will they and that's the have we seen since shit clicked
1: have we seen since shit clicked that they can't
0: outside no. of Denver because no. everybody I, else they They've put foots in them, but 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 in a seven game series, grind in, grind out. When you're gonna play, your superstars are gonna play at uh, at, at let's say at their optimum. Does do the Clippers have enough? Is it safe
1: to say that the Timberwolves? they're going to be better next year than they are this year. Like that team is still growing into, even though they're, they're, they're like in that mix, they're still growing. Is it fair to say OKC is still growing? The yeah. only team that is mature is Denver. Yes. And so again, that matchup with the Clippers is tough, but Denver can get beat by those other two teams in earlier rounds. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, is that, you take, them, if there's a possibility, you take Denver that's out of that. And the they West sit over here, the cream of the crop.
0: Right. I, I agree with that, you that, 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 that's the only reason why mm-hmm. I say the West is interesting because the rest is exciting. exciting. It's yeah, not interesting. We, it's exciting. I'm we fired don't up. Know. We I'm excited. Not and, know. and
1: what happens? Cause we've seen the Lakers. We talked about this, uh, either last week or the week before that, that this, or last week, this Laker team with this, um, lineup, is performing very well. They Let's are. see what they do. Because remember, this is the time that they kicked it into gear yeah. and got themselves in a position to yeah. sit over here and very be competitive and true. coalesce together. And they found, finally, after your boy sitting over here making a million different lineups, you've been complaining about <laughs> this. <It's the> first <laughs> oh, I don't, of I don't like Darvin Ham. You don't uh, like Darvin Ham, but he found the, he finally found the lineup.
0: It's not even that I don't like Darvin Ham. I don't like his... Uh, approach he, he, yeah he, he he's too cute with it the, like let's no, just win no, the game. i don't
1: see then that's where twist is I don't, i don't think he was being too cute i think he was literally trying to search and find what the right mix was and i and i don't believe he's going to interrupt that mix now that it appears he's found the correct mix mm. so the real question is is now that we it looks as if they found the right mix. They've they've, they've stayed with this lineup for, you know, oh, eight, eight yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they were six and two right. leading a- a up month. to the all-star, all-star right. game. Right. What do we see right. this moving team forward. moving forward without the continual um, fluctuation of lineups? and yes. we have some consistency with the lineup, they can start building and getting comfortable. Like, it's going to be interesting. Our conversation on the Lakers – um, n- not in in March, but in April.
0: Yes, because what we all know as, let's say, basketball fans, is that the truth of the matter is is that LeBron James is a nuclear weapon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. LeBron James can create, let's say, water out of wine, and he has he or, or yeah, water into wine. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. think I said that right. Mm-hmm. But the the thing that I'm really just saying is, is that LeBron James, in and of himself, when he cares about it, can dictate the pace of a game. He can orchestrate the pace of the game and he can make it work to his advantage. And so it's just about the players that he has around him. And Anthony Davis is obviously a player that is playing at a high level. And it's just about all of the ancillary you have pieces. Some
1: capitulations to do because I already got the the, the email. Anthony Davis says as soon as he sees you, he goes straight to the balcony with a shrieking violin. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> but but good because fine.
0: <laughs> now, okay, tell me you're
1: not. If I, well, uh, here's what twists is like. You said LeBron's a nuclear weapon. I, um. It's going to be interesting. As much as we talked about these other teams can get at Denver and knock Denver out, if the Lakers get in the mix, the Lakers can mess around and knock those they can, teams out. They are too young out. in the game to sit over here. No, we just don't know if they're going to do it. Yeah, we just don't know. And so, you know, just you know, uh, to sum it all up, and, and we need to get out of here because um, we can talk about this. Forever. We can talk about this forever, but the reality is, is that. We are we have laid the foundation for what this second half of the season is gonna be, and I think we did a great job at doing that. But 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 at the end of the day is we have exciting, exciting basketball that we know is upon us mm-hmm. on the West. Agreed. We have interesting, you use the word interesting the West, I like exciting for the West and interesting for the East, because although the Celtics have shown themselves to be dominant, we have everything there. There's a uh, two to eight that yeah, we don't really know how that's going to unfold in the second half. And I think that's what's interesting about the about the East Eastern uh, Conference. And, 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 and I can't wait to talk about that not next month, but in April, mm-hmm. when we really have a much better idea of who the Knicks are, who is Indiana, who is Orlando going to make another yeah, this run? Is, this is, is Miami a, really in the mix? This is the truth-telling. When Embiid comes back, is he going to come back with a vengeance? Right. All of these things, Giannis and Dame, are they going to get this shit together?
0: Yeah. Are they going to listen to what we said about them? And, and 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 all the criticism that we gave the doc, are they gonna be mad about it? All are those they gonna decide? are going to
1: be answered right. between the rest of this month, the final ten days or so of this month, week week and a half of this month, and next month. Those answers are, those questions are gonna be answered in the next forty plus days. Yes once we get into April, then we're gonna have a much more um um grasp. Of what we're dealing with, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to belabor the point. I'm super excited. We've gotten to this point, this halfway point, this 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 break.
0: We've been in, wanting. In the deal. We've been wanting to get to the let dare I say the kitten caboodle. The kitten yeah, caboodle. Yeah, yeah. Like, like let it? let me get to the rooter of the tutor. Yeah. You know, let me get to it. That, that what are we going to do, ladies and gentlemen? What are we going to do? And, 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 and
1: let's do that. But obviously, we're going to be providing our analysis on a weekly basis. Yeah. And, and um um I can't wait to see next week and how these teams come out of the break because the break is always interesting. Do teams? Some teams come out worn. Some teams come out sluggish. I can't wait to see what who those teams are as we begin jockeying for position because every game counts now. Mm. And so I, I, I just look forward to that. I can't wait to talk more about that. I can't wait to see how this week unfolds, and uh, I can't wait to get with you next All week right, and so, talk some more.
0: we can ching ching. Yeah. Can ching ching. Church on the move. Appreciate you, brother. Hey man,
1: NBA action. It is we did the same. fantastic.
0: Yeah.